Welcome to the Choosing Happiness Podcast with me, your host, Rudrani Davy, the Happiness Lady. In these conversations, we will be discussing an uncommon way to find joy in your life with weekly special guests. Did you know you could choose your happy? Won't you come and play and discover how these magical tools could work for you? Let's do this. Well, welcome to the Choosing Happiness Podcast with moi, your hostess. That's right. Rude Ronnie Davey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today I am so super excited to have my lovely, beautiful friend, the Rachel O'Brien, queen of the X-Men women things and all the stuff. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> She's falling out, people. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube now or in the future, I've got to <laughs> I guess she's not expecting that intro. I don't know. (laughs) Isn't it so beautiful? Einstein said there's two ways to live, as if everything is a miracle or as if nothing is a miracle. And so, first of all, I know Rudrani and, you know, you nearly died. And you were... Start with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were subjected to insanity that, you know that could have made you a victim for the whole of your life. Mm. And instead you, you show up here and you smile and you spread your, you sprinkle your lightness. And (laughs) it, it really, it really just makes me happy that we are on a podcast where it doesn't have to be serious and we don't have to get it right, get it right, (laughs) get it right. And Yeah, and 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 for me, my whole system, my whole nervous system, my whole body relaxes when there is fun and joy. And about instead of it having to be right because we're going to be wrong, and it has to be done in a certain structure in a certain way. And I absolutely have so much gratitude for what we come together and what we can engage who and what we can engage with to create something greater yeah wow well thank you so much for that piece and I certainly didn't mean to start out with the part where I almost died some of you may not know about my story but if you were to if you were to google my name you would actually get a quarter of a million hits and more than half of them would be about the Mumbai massacre which I was shot at point blank range hit three times and left to bleed out, and that obviously did not happen. So I decided, hey, you know, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I might Mm -hmm. as well, you know, be happy, be joyful, all the Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would love this. I know we sort of, you know, put the cart before the horse and all the things, but could you just tell our listeners a little bit about who you be? And, you know, you can be as undefined as you want. I just (laughs) want to get a little taste of you. I mean, they already know you're a joy bomb of magnitude, so I love that piece. I suppose when people say who you be, for me, I'm like this little girl who wakes up every day in the wonder of who I can meet and what we can create in this world. Because there's certain things that are a high priority to me. And one of them is that our, our world becomes more kinder and more loving. And that has to start with the way that I treat myself. <laughs> and I can be hard. Oof, oof. I, I was raised Irish Catholic and a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. <laughs> Italian so, Catholic. I feel yeah. you. 
Yeah, yeah. Italian, a lot of Italians and Irish marry and they create wonderful relationships of fight for like 50 years. <laughs> you know, I dated a lot of Irish guy, Catholic guys. I did. And you're, you're, you're so spot on on that one. But wouldn't it be lovely if we could actually change that? You know? Right? Yeah. It yeah. is a choice. Yeah. There's a choice. And actually, that's one of the things that brings us together. That's the very reason that I'm on your show is that we are both relationship done different facilitators, which is a body of work with access consciousness. And it gets you to look at what's the purpose of relationship. What am I creating when I come together with this person? And, you know, Vinny, who does all your back end work (laughs) on your on your radio show, I was chanting him and I said, yeah, he's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I was talk. I was chatting. We we chat a lot in Ireland, and I was chatting to him, saying that I was in a relationship for nineteen years that I didn't even choose. That you know, you get married, you get the right guy, you get the right house, you get the right education, you get the right kids, and you've the right life. Say <laughs> sorry, right. and then you're done, and then you die, and you get the watch. Isn't there a watch or something? In America, you know, the guy works for so long in a company and and when he retires, they give him a gold watch. And it's not even 18 karat gold from what I get. It's no <laughs> It's just some gold watch. And it's like, really? This is all you got? My dad got one. He did. It was just like a Seiko. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. It's, but yeah, it's, it's a different way to live your life. And I really wanted to talk to you. Because in access consciousness, where we're both facilitators and right, you know, relationship done different is one of the specialty classes, as is X-Men, uh, which I, I briefly touched on. And perhaps we can get back to that as well. But I'd like to talk to you about the four sources of creation, because I've, I've got to say those four sources are the way that I create my life and my living. And I can't imagine now, I mean, when I go back and look at the way I used to live my life, everything was so hard and you know contracted and all of this and with the four sources there's so much freedom and I was taking an x-men class from you and you so eloquently just unfolded you know your point of view of what those four sources are and I thought I have got it Rachel on the choosing happiness podcast because I would love and you know what you may not even say the same thing you said before but you are an eloquent speaker in, in my interesting point of view. I, I love the way that you introduce ideas, you know, for people to consider. And so um, tell me a little bit about what you know about the four sources of creation, which are. So right? first of all, first of all, I, I do want to say that I'm still in a course correction. <laughs> and what I mean about this is that. I'm there's these trains in Tokyo and they're called a speed train and they go on a track and it's like the cellular memory of the way that we're entrained into points of views and Mm. I was running my life on a track of getting it right getting it right avoiding Mm. being wrong avoiding failure and I had absolutely no engagement with my body and no sense of what it was to have a body and to enjoy a body Mm. And I came across Access Consciousness, which was about asking what else is possible. And immediately, I, the question opened up 
a space where I could begin to be invited to there was something greater available with my body than the way that I was living with a body at that time. And the moment that I asked the first question, hey, body, what else is possible beyond what's going on right now? And I know I now know 11 years later, I wouldn't have been capable or I wouldn't have had the ability to ask that question Mm. if I didn't know somewhere deep within me, wherever that comes from, infinite space, infinite nature, that there had to be a greater way of living than the pain that I had locked into my body and the tiredness and the exhaustion. And so when I got Access Bars Run, which is a therapy, and it actually starts communication with your body if you've shut it off, it starts to open up the energy of being a little kid again because it takes away all this like brain thinking, 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 thinking. True story. And yeah, it's like... Please Google access bars. Please just Google access bars. <laughs> yeah. It's a, in 179 countries and it's changing the world. But, I, you know, please mm. continue also. That's, that's, mm. thank you for mentioning it's, that. Yeah. And so for me, initially, I didn't even recognize how much stress and how much force. And there's there was a cartoon when I was a kid called Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and, and the little mouse used to plug, like Jerry was the mouse. I'm pretty sure. And he is to plug Tom in or as the other way around. And he would plug him into the electric socket and the cat would be like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like this. And, and I got my bars run and I didn't realize how much I was in this electrical, like stressed, contracted, compressed state from being exposed to so much judgment. And then I began to learn that I thought I was sleeping when I got my bars run. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what relaxation was. So my only reference point for relaxation was to fall asleep. Huh. True story. Wow. Thank you for pointing that piece out. Yeah. The first year I got my bars run, I was trading with a lady. And one week I would channel for her. And the following week she would run bars for me. And I'd always wake up and think, are you kidding? An hour and a half went by. (laughs) I thought I must really be tired. And it took a while before I was actually alert. And what I mean by that, folks, is, you know, having a conversation with the person running my bars or whatever, instead of just, yeah. you know, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of us think relaxation is just sleeping. And even then, are we relaxed when we're sleeping? I wonder, you know. Well, there's a lot of people I work with. I did sessions with people in Germany today and they're not relaxing. They're waking up my alarm, <gasps> what I have to do for work projects, you know. So their system is still quite contractive and compressed and so you when I've asked the first question you know what's going to be like for my body when I get my bars run and immediately there there was a different level of relaxation I remember coming out the city that I live in and like even seeing the sky brighter it was it was like that I had gone into my eyes were open but I was asleep and so the choice like choice were very we're not complicated at all. We just think that we are because we've had so much programming. Sure. And so for me, I'm a right airhead, really. There's not much going up, goes on up here now. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally relate to that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 
the choice to get my bars run again was a choice that I made because it had given me a greater way of being the first time I got a run. And I'm one of the ones, some people, if you're out there and you've had your bars run a few times and you're not getting that sense of space, keep going. You know, I have a lot of friends that it didn't kick off immediately. It actually took a while. In my case, I do want to own because I'm actually allowed on what's real and true for me now. Mm-hmm. And what was real and true for me is I got immediate relaxation and I immediately had way more space and I was less sick in my, I had less unease in my body immediately. And so the question, which was the choice, the choice to get my mm-hmm. bars run again, the choice to get myself to a four day class. So the question okay, if I choose this, will my life be greater? You know, what did this bring to my life that I did, my body that I didn't have before? I had this sense of trust in myself. And then that choice, I'm going to choose that again. Right. And choice is one of the most difficult energies of creation to speak about because you cannot teach choice. And hmm. one of the things, <laughs> one hmm. of the, yeah. <laughs> that is so true. I'm sorry. The first thing that popped into my head is my mother, Celeste, because I moved her in with me. And, you know, some of this stuff is running, rubbing off on her. And yet I have finally given up that I, you know, that she has to get it. <laughs> so I know what you mean by you can't teach choice. Cause she'll say something and I'll be like, are you sure about that? Or, you know, maybe there's another choice you could, you could have here. You know, let's ask another question and you know, whether it's getting in or not, I don't know. But the reason why I was going, Hmm, is because you putting it that way makes it so clear for me. Yeah. You can't teach choice, you know, but choice does create, you can create crap and you can create phenomenons like what you did when you kept choosing to have your bars run. And that question of it, kept bringing you that as one of your choices. Another choice could have been, I'm not going to get my bars run. I don't have time. I'd rather go do this. I'd rather sleep another hour or, you know, whatever it is. So Mm. that's what those are about. I I would say that I'm not sure that everyone has this and it is it relevant. No, I genuinely have a gra for living. Gra is in Ireland, gra's heart. And I, Mm. I, I didn't even recognize this until recently. I have a graph for living. You know, if there's a hundred people in this circle and two of them start laughing, I, I'll have a graph for laughter. And this is something. I believe it. I've <laughs> been there with you. <laughs> like when, when you came to the show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, our friend Kent Blazy is performing. And then you just pulled my mother up and started dancing with her. she had so much fun and she still asks about you that who's that irish lady she never came to nashville i thought she was going to come back to nashville you know so you're you're going to have to come you know we'd plan yeah we'll we'll get you here eventually we we definitely created for the future on that one but yeah you definitely have a growl is it growl growl g-r-a father growl for life and living yeah Yeah. i would say i'm probably the same you You are don't have to ask me you don't have to ask me twice to do anything, you know, basically, if it's going to bring joy into my world, you know. Hey, come up and sing a song on stage. Sure, I'm coming, kid. Of course I will. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that about 
most of the people that I work with have this grow for living. You know, sometimes they might forget they might got they may get caught up in someone else's point of view about things having to be done a certain way, which takes away that living and that lust and that beauty for life. So, yeah. And so the other thing about choice is I have three kids. <laughs> three kids. <laughs> I have two cats anyway. I digress. <laughs> and one I'll of the things my, I learned, my mother for you. No, I'm just joking. It's a joke, y'all. It's a okay, joke. It's done. okay, folks, if you're listening, <laughs> we're swapping. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Okay. <laughs> my my children have taught me so much about choice because I was such a control freak that I didn't want them to choose certain things. <laughs> Just yeah, I, wondered, I didn't do that with my mother at all. Oh, yeah, I get it. Wow, cool. I mm-hmm. love your vulnerability there. You know, how many of y'all can attest to that? You must do it my way. They're not doing it my way. They want me to do it their way or, you know. Garfield claws in the wall, scraping down. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's a great visual. <laughs> and, yeah. And so one of the stories that I love to tell is years ago, my son quit school and I, I said to him, hey, you can't stay home. You're going to have to go and make some money. I'm not willing to support you. You're not going to stay in bed like, you know. Right. And so he went to work in a. We have these fish and chip. UK and Ireland, we have these fish and chip shops, they call them. Nice. You get like big homemade potatoes and they're deep fried in fish and batter. Oh, and boy, so he went good. to work. <laughs> they're so good. But you put <laughs> vinegar on yours, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, tartar sauce, and, yeah, and the tartar sauce, yeah, for the tartar. Nice, healthy, healthy choice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, fried fish. Let's we we've already digressed. Anyway, well, that's this that's this reality's point of view. You know, yeah. I mean, fried fish isn't healthy. Okay, go on. And <laughs> and so he indulged in the choice, and obviously he knew there was a greater way. And he was there about three months, and I said, "That's great. Now you have a job for life. You know, you can." <laughs> you can stay there and he came in the next day and he's like I'm leaving I'm going back to college and and so he has a graph for life too and he knew there was a greater way and so one of the things that I've learned is to doom the veil as we say in Ireland shut your mouth doom the veil doom the veil for you guys watching for you guys not watching on YouTube she it looks like she's zipping her lips so as we say in the States, just, or you're going to have to jump over to YouTube and watch this. Cause we're actually very animated and you're missing out on a lot here. Just saying. Anyway. <laughs> so, so if you are watching this, your kid is like, I'm going to do this. And you're like, mm-hmm. and inside you're jumping. Cause you're like, no. Yeah, I got it. No control there at all, right? None, none. So one of the things I had to learn was to leave my kids choose for themselves. And with people like us, we learn what we, we, we choose what we don't like. And my choices of choosing what I didn't like or what didn't work led to what did work, you know? And yeah. 
Yeah, sometimes Gary Douglas, he's the founder of Access Consciousness, in case you guys don't know. I remember him saying once, and it was just so profound in my world, not to make it significant, but he was like, sometimes you do things you don't want to do yeah. because they're going to create more because they're easier, mm. you know? And I mm. was like, wow, sometimes it's better for me just to shut my pie hole and walk away. That'll make my life, you know, more ease. And it gives a person exactly what they want. It doesn't mean I have to align and agree or resist and react. It just means this is going to be easier for me, even if I don't like it in that 10 seconds. I'm going to like the result of it with me just because they're not going to align and agree with me anyway. It's that, it's that whole control thing again where you're zipping your lip. You're like, oh, my kid's saying this. I would really prefer they choose something else, but I'm going to let them choose. When you and, <laughs> and I haven't ever gone for a walk on the earth or looked at a tree or looked at a river or looked at a mountain and it said you made the wrong choice. You know, the, the universe is magnanimous. It says, oops, you made that choice. This is what it created. Choose again. Choose again. And so we have a saying in Ireland, you made your bed lie in it. Mm. My compass with consciousness was broken. And there's an ecosystem of consciousness that looks after and cares for every creature that's part of it. Wow, I love that you said that. It's so true, you see. You, it's so true. And I was watching the birds tweeting this morning, being like, doo, 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 and they dive into the grass and they know that there's another worm. They're like, I, they're not like, I'm not going to get any worms today. I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> 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 I'm wondering yeah, they, don't, they, they, they don't think I mean if we could be more like animals if we could be more like birds what would our life be like I mean sometimes I feel like I'm in the kindergarten of consciousness here and that the animals oh, I know I am. <laughs> not to make myself wrong but I'm like why can't I be more like a bird you know where is my I'm like a bird <laughs> I don't remember the I next wanna, I want to fly away there I don't go. know where my home is I don't know what, anyway, we digress. We both That's like to say, <laughs> love that saying. But yeah, if, I mean, what would happen if we were actually willing to be every 10 seconds? I think they're probably every second. They don't, they don't even need 10 seconds. They're just being like constantly being a walking, flying meditation, you know? And I can perceive people when they hear this, they're like, but I need money. Yeah. Your body requires money. Yeah, and for what reason can you not talk to the earth and, and to receive ideas and ways to invite money into your life? Yeah, so, that's another question and another choice that could yeah. create because choice yeah. creates. Yeah. And so for me, anytime that I have this relaxation that I'm part of consciousness and when I ask for what I require, hey, consciousness, can I have more money because I really enjoy nice things and having a body? And mm. consciousness has not ever, not ever delivered what I've asked for, you know. Mm. And and one of the things is that that space of functioning with business from relaxation instead of frantic, like I did everything frantic. I was that like <clears throat> compressed electrical point of view. Right. And when I when I ask from this place of relaxation and knowing that I'm part of the ecosystem of consciousness and that the it is an all-loving caring universe that is totally Rachel O'Brien is allowed to ask for what she would like to have and of course this loving caring 
energy will gift me what I'm asking for. I have mm. to be willing to give up my rightness and my control. <laughs> yeah, that darn doggone righteousness, man. I mean, oh, I love man. it. Gary always says, would you rather be right or would you rather be free? Just a choice. Sometimes right. Yeah, I know. Same. Same. It's funny because when we're facilitating classes, I mean, I'm, I don't perceive myself being that way when I facilitate classes. I'm in such allowance of everything. I might say, well, that's not what I'm getting, you know, if I can, if I can perceive that they are resisting. And if they don't want to go there, then I'm, I'm an allowance of that, you know. And I would love to be that way in every aspect of my life. You know, I have to own it up. I am not, but I'm getting much better at that in my interesting point of view. I'm, and I actually really like myself, which is, you know, even when I fuck up and, and I'm, you know, when I say I fuck up, I realize I'm not as fucked up as I thought I was. I'm like, oh my goodness, I guess I'm really not that fucked up. Look at all these really people. I mean, really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Newsflash, if you're listening to this show, you are not as fucked up as you think you are. Yeah. Meme, put on a bu- bumper sticker. Freak the people out behind you. They might rear end you, though, because they'll be like, what? I'm glad you brought this up, because when you have the point of view that you're wrong, then what are you creating in your relationships? What are you creating with your body? What are you creating with everything? And so for me, when we go to question choice possibility, how can I ever allow possibilities if I don't even like myself to care for myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of the nightmares for me on the journey of having a body is that I, I inherited so much self-hatred. <laughs> and I, even people watching me today, like looking at myself on camera, I'm like, look at that little cutie. She's just so cute. She shows up every day, you know? And yeah. I hated myself like I was like my nose is funny my eyes are funny I have this like big thick wavy hair you know and we'll all find something to you know be unhappy about if that's what you're looking for sure I mean uh, I I remember growing up and there was I had no idea I was picking up on all the thoughts feelings and emotions of all the other angsty preteens and teenagers around me and then I go to my reunion recently, um, September of 2022, and I had no idea how, I'm going to put it in quotes, hot people, you know, guys thought, oh my God, I never could speak to you. You were just so hot. And, you know, da, 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 da. I'm like, really? Because man, I did everything. You know, I was 17 magazine. I had to have the latest this and my hair had to be that and all the other stuff that's going on. I'm in the middle of this podcast and somebody's ringing my doorbell. There's somebody <laughs> at the door. Somebody at the door. <laughs> somebody at the door. I'm gonna go see who's at the door. Um, hey Siri, open my ring. See if it's important. See. Anyway, I digress. And the whole thing is, is we have this idea of who we are. And you're right. I inherited all those thoughts, feelings, and emotions from all these other young women because we were all programmed to be thin and you know with the perfect hair and the perfect body. And age eleven to 16, which is when I was in school. I went to college late 16. And I mean, oh my God, I know what you mean. I mean, I hated pictures of myself. And now when I look back on them, I'm like, man, I kind of was a hottie. I mean, I know I got big old 80s hair and all the things, but you know, I found a picture recently of, of a sorority picture and I was like, dang, 
what was I thinking? You know, I do miss my eyebrows, but that's beside the point. I just <laughs> never painted on. <laughs> I overplucked y'all, but that's what we did. You know, the eighties. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to judge myself for it. It's going to be okay. I know, right? <laughs> so much allowance, though. So much allowance. You know, high well, we bought of ADD and <laughs> we jump and we hop around the place. And one of the one of the places now is I'm grateful I'm I have ADD. You know, before I came on to you, someone was in Kuwait saying, Hey, will you come to Oman for a class? And so this this ADD capacity is Rudrani just left the radio show, but I can still be here. I can manage it, you know. <laughs> here she is. She's I'm back. sorry. There's a dude with this little kid, and I think they wanted to sell something. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I'm in the middle of a podcast. And we're like, we're sorry. And then, Bye. There you go. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they could receive yeah. it, but, you know, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun here. And it was a cute little kid, but I just, sorry, not sorry. Okay, whatever. We're back. See how we are, free flow. That's that ADD part. But I, I got a feeling they weren't going to leave. They could hear me talking, I guess. They keep bringing, yeah. Once so, again, any better. How yeah. does it get any better than that? And so, and so, actually, question choice, possibility, and contribution is at play here. Choice is the choice to go answer the door, you know? Or the choice <laughs> to sit there and have a drink, you know? What are the infinite possibilities? Right. There's a cute, there's a cute kid. Maybe, you know, the kid was energetically receiving from the podcast. You know, this is the oh, the way. Mm-hmm. Question, choice, possibility, contribution. What miracle mm-hmm. of possibility we birthed into that child's world? And so, for me, that way of living is it. Everything is a miracle. Yeah, it's True. that. It's that unraveling and unfolding of the questions that I was asking 11 years ago they're coming to fruition now Mm. and the choices every choice that I made to create a new foundation a new reality a new way to live of actually enjoying my life and having people that would contribute to me now that was that one was (laughs) what are the infinite possibilities for people to show up in my life that can support me and then choosing to be around people that are grateful for me I couldn't control that. I could control people that judged me. <laughs> I couldn't control people that actually had gratitude for me and, and oh caring for me. And so I didn't know how to deal with that. And it was quite. That would be a little discombobulating, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's you the word. I'm so used to being judged. You know, I remember having this conversation with Gary about it. You know, he's going they're not used to, because I had, I was wondering, not to make it significant at all, I was wondering why my classes had gotten a little smaller. And he was like, well, you know, um, you're not willing to go down the rabbit hole with them. You're, you know, and you're not judging them if they want to go. And they're so used to being judged that they don't know how to receive that. You know, they're not yeah. ready for that. And here you've invited them and they haven't asked you. So some people might fall away. And I did have that happen recently where... Um, there's a place that I go to, I won't go into any details of it, but I was teaching there a couple of times a year. It's about a two hour drive from here. And, you know, we always planned it and it's been going on for years. And then something came up and it wasn't actually even me personally. It was something that had happened with an access that, um, turned things a little sour. Maybe there was a little mis miscommunication or misidentification or whatever it was. 
And they were like, listen, the work is really good, but I just can't support it anymore. And normally I would have gone into the wrongness of me and all the stuff. And I was like, well, okay. You know, the tides of things change every 10 seconds. And I could totally respect this person's point of view. You know, I mean, I I, I adore this person. Yeah, absolutely. And they didn't make a wrong or right choice. You know, it wasn't even about that. It was just like, okay. But if it had been maybe three or four years before, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I've got to fix this. Oh goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, if the work is good, why aren't you, you know, I would have gone down, I would have gone down the rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? And I got to tell you, since 2020, things have changed exponentially, dynamically for me with lots of points of view. This whole thing about everyone's entitled to have their point of view. And I don't have to align and agree or resist and react or even say that. It's like, okay, they have their point of view. And what else? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so funny because you've actually gone into contribution, which is my the favorite, my favorite energy of the four. Mm-hmm. Contribution is whatever that I can contribute to you based on what you can receive. I'm going to be smart enough to be energetically aware yeah. of what is going, how, what, what ways that I can engage with you to create greater for you. And that's sometimes allowing someone pour a bottle of whiskey down their neck if yeah, they're going to true. destroy their lives and be there and not judge them, you know? Right. And, Gosh, and so beautiful. this, we have so many points of views about what contribution is. And contribution is just being there with no point of view, not invested in the outcome. Mm. And the allowance, just like that earth, that allowance and kindness that the earth offers us, not making anyone wrong for their choices and being willing to contribute. And if someone's choosing abusive behaviors, being willing to contribute to yourself that you actually don't have to live that way mm-hmm. and that you can choose something ease. So for me, contribution is like the river of consciousness running. And with that tribute, I will be with that. That will attribute to me living with peace and ease and joy. And that contributes to me every day. And that doesn't necessarily mean that other people are interested in it. Mm. And so what I can contribute today might just be a smile or, you know, I had someone in a class recently And I knew there was a lot going on for her. And I knew she was actually being subject to a lot of gaslighting. Gaslighting is when people tell you a lot of lies and they jeopardize your sense of self due to the lies that they tell you and they try to control you with these lies. And so a lot of us are recovering from lies that we've been told about ourselves because we haven't been told that we're great and wonderful. And so if I can contribute to someone with just a smile, I was just there and smiled at her. And she Mm. called me up after class and we've had a few conversations since. And so I knew that I had to only say hello, just not like push myself into her world. I knew I had to just like, hi, how are you today? You know, if you you know, if you have a question, she didn't ask a question for the whole four days. And I knew that that was that's the contribution that she could receive from me. And yet other people will receive a hug or they'll come talk to me, mm-hmm. you know. And even with my kids, my son will allow me to contribute to him massively. He's just he's just knows how to receive from his mom. Mm-hmm. And yet my eldest daughter won't because she still has the point of view that she's the eldest daughter and she should be giving me more than I'm giving her. She's in this <laughs> transactional, you know, give and take thing. Right. And so, <laughs> 
So I know contribution. that <laughs> Wow. Well, I could go on and on and on, on and on to the break done with you, but um, <laughs> we should leave a little for exploration. So if people were trying to find you, and thank you so much for this conversation, by the way, um, if people were trying to find you, where could they find the Rachel O'Brien? RachelO'Brien.org. I'm like, is it .org? Yeah, it's .org. <laughs> I don't even know the address of my website, but you know what? We'll have all the deets underneath. And I got to ask you, this is the Choosing Happiness podcast. So how do you, you know, just leave a little, little tidbit with our listeners. How do you get your happy on, Miss Rachel? <laughs> or do you just, you just be it, I know. I know you're like, you want me to tell you one thing? I can see it in your face. You know, there's there's a ball of light in in people that is very easily ignited. It, I truly believe it's a natural ability of some people. And it's more like what takes away my happiness. I'm naturally this like little kid that is, I want to play, I want to chat, I want to find out about everything. And usually I'm in a lie. I've taken on someone's point of view and I'm not trusting what I know when I'm not getting my happy on. Hmm. Well, I've never had anybody put it this way before. They literally go into stories, <laughs> but this is so much more expansive, at least in my world. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for your time, for your being, for who you be, for what you are for so many, including me. I'm, I'm becoming an X-Men facilitator. Yeah, because <laughs> that is something I fought really hard against. I was like, I am not that freakazoid of magnitude. I can't possibly be. And then when I realized <laughs> how many talents and abilities an X-Men embodies and they've been told they've been wrong forever for it. That's when I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to embrace this shit and I'm going to actually be the poster child for others to embrace their inner X-Men so, or woman you know, to stretch their ex. So thank you again so much. I'm so delighted to have you as my guest. We'll have to have you back again. And uh, yeah, what else is possible now? So mm. y'all, if you liked this, please subscribe, share with anyone you sense could get, it, get something out of this conversation. And uh, until next time, y'all, ciao, ciao for now. Mm. Bye, baby. Thank you so much for choosing happiness. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and give us a like. And if you want more happy, subscribe to the Choosing Happiness membership, where you can play directly with me, Rudrani Davy, the happiness lady. How does it get any better than that?